Welcome to Table Talk with Tati, a podcast for millennials where we bring real life topics on the table for real talk. I am your host, Natasha Tati Weston, lifestyle entrepreneur and three times best-selling author. I'm a sucker for business, branding, and self-development, but I created this space to escape from the worlds we create for ourselves on the daily. Table Talk with Tati is the epitome of having the girl next door right in your back pocket. So kick back, pour up, and join me each week for real talk, current events, and powerful conversations about life, business, and all that other ish. What up, what up, what up, everybody, and welcome back to the Table Talk with Tati podcast. My name is Natasha Toddy Weston. If you are new here, thank you so much for checking out the show. If you are an oldie but a goodie, what up, what up? So happy that you decided to join me for yet another episode. So it's been about two weeks since we had our amazing interview with my good friend Fahania Ellis, celebrity fashion designer and tailor to the stars. So um, we got a whole lot of great reviews. From that interview, a lot of feedback, and I'm, I'm just so excited about it. Um, as a matter of fact, that episode was the number, was the, in the top five of the most downloaded episodes of the entire show, and we're on episode number 49. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting and just rocking with me for so long. I'm very appreciative of all of the love and support. I think I shared this on the Instagram page last week. When I started this podcast a couple years ago, I really was doing it as a way, uh, as a form of therapy and as a way to just kind of express my thoughts and opinions and give my solicited advice. And I say solicited because I figure whoever listens, they actually want to hear what my thoughts are. And that's always a good place to be in. So welcome back to the show, guys. I'm not going to keep you long. I just want to share a few tips with you today on three ways to pivot in life and business. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because I've gotten quite a few inboxes from people who have followed my journey for a while, and they've noticed a lot of the changes that I've been making in my business. And so I've talked about pivoting before, but um, I want to kind of get into a little more detail and give you a little more insight on what that means, what it looks like, and how you can actually implement it into your own situation, you know, whatever that situation is. So before we dive into that, I want to give you guys just a little update, some updates on me, um, especially for those of you who are not following me on social media. If you're not, come on, get on board. I'm on Instagram in particular, at Official Toddy. Of course, follow the show at Table Talk with Toddy. I'm on Facebook, same thing, same, same thing. But get over there and follow because... When I don't post new episodes, I do like keeping in contact with my amazing listeners. You guys are like my BFFs in my head, you know? Well, you guys are really my BFFs. Like, y'all are lit. So what's going on? We are now currently in season five of the podcast. So, you know, for those of you who aren't great at math, like I wasn't almost all my life, a season in most cases is 12 episodes. So... Last episode with Fahani was episode 48, which closed out season four. So guys, we are officially in season five, which means only bigger and better to come, right? Only bigger and better. I'm always working on ways to improve the show, always working on ways to talk about things you guys want to hear from me. Um, We are now, well, at the end of last season, we started doing um, 
partnerships with different brands that I believe you guys would find interest in. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely shoot me an email, hello at natashaweston.com, or you can go to the website and fill out the form. It's natashaweston.com slash podcast. So we're in season five. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right. Next thing that's taking all my time and attention in tender loving care is my first book tour. So I'm officially going on my first book tour. Now, you guys know I released my first best-selling book ever last June. So June 2017, Brand You Like a Boss. Go get it on Amazon. Um, on Amazon and where books are sold in general, right? And I'm just waiting on Walmart and Target to hop on board. So Walmart and Target, if you're listening, if you work for corporate or any one of those companies, let them know they need Brand You Like a Boss on the shelves, all right? So... I'm going on my first book tour. That book did so freaking awesome as far as sales, as far as the marketing plan, just everything. It was totally different from my other two books. And we hit bestsellers list on day one. As a matter of fact, within the first 24, not 24, the first 12 hours, we hit bestsellers list. We ranked on four charts for two weeks consecutively. So I'm very honored that you guys bought the book, that you shared the book, that you found value in the book. And after the book came out and and people started reading it and sending their reviews and giving their testimonials and giving me feedback, a couple of people, you know, were like, when are you going to go on tour? And I'm a huge believer in timing. And I just didn't believe that I should have went on a book tour at that time. I didn't know when or if I was actually going to do it, but I just knew last summer was not the time for me to do it. It sounded good to go to different cities and sign some books and mix and mingle, but I knew it was not the time. I digress. So another request that I got from several of the readers was, okay, now I've read the book. What do I do next? I need like, do you have any type of situation where we, where you can hold us accountable for the things that you're teaching in the book? Do you have any type of private community? And at the time I was like, you know, thinking, oh, let me have to put something together. And then I had to stop myself and say, it's not the time for that, right? Continue to build your brand, continue to show people that you know what you're talking about as it pertains to this subject. And when the time is right, you'll be able to do, you know, some type of membership. So now I'm, I kid you guys not in my Evernote, I opened a new note. I started writing out what would a membership private accountability community look like for me? Something that I can manage, something that I could really be impactful with and it be really effective. And so I started an email list of people who would be interested in a membership style community. And I got about maybe 20, 25, 26 people who actually signed up, which I think is a good, decent number, um, a manageable number, if you will. But after that, I kind of just it, it died, basically. Um, as you guys know, I shut down my last business at the top of this year and it was just a lot of transitioning going on. So membership just wasn't in the books for me. Um, what I did stop doing, however, was one-on-one coaching so that I could allow myself more time to do webinars and things of that sort. My end goal was to help more people and impact more lives. And I didn't feel like at the time, one-on-one coaching was allowing me to do that. So anyway, what I've been working on this book tour, and I decided to not do the traditional thing. I decided to turn it into an opportunity where I can teach instead of just sign books and take pictures. You know, that's all great, but that's really not important. Um, 
And so one year later, or a little over a year later, I am going on my first book tour, kicking off in my home city, of course, Charleston, South Carolina on October 13th. So if you want more information on that, go to natashaweston.com slash bootcamp. The brandyoulikeaboss.com site is going to be launching this week, so stay tuned for that. As far as the membership, I'm not going to give the launch date for that yet, but just know it's coming very, very, very soon. Everything is is in order and in timing, so stay tuned for that as well. More details to come. So guys, that's what I've been up to. Um, you know, it, it's just really two things, but they're two very large, um, big deals. And so it's been consuming me and keeping me pretty busy. And um, yeah, I've got a lot of other updates coming up, but I think I'm going to share those on my YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that as well. So let's get to the topic of what I want to share with you guys today. I'm going to try and keep this episode at about 15 to 20 minutes. Say a prayer for me that I don't ramble on or go off on too many tangents, but I wrote down my notes. So I think we're good. All right. So three ways to pivot in life and business. So the first thing is that you got to be real about, well, let's backtrack. For, for those of you listening who don't know what pivoting means, pivoting basically means taking an abrupt turn in your current situation. And I totally just came up with that definition. So it basically means whatever your current life looks like, rather we're talking about your personal life or your professional life, you making some type of abrupt change that changes the pattern that you are currently um, entertaining. So for me, an example of pivoting would be me shutting down my first business, going into a completely new industry. That's, that's pivoting. And you'll often hear a lot of, um, uh, experts and influencers talk about pivoting and how important it is and how healthy it is. In fact, sometimes to pivot, especially in your business. Um, so from a personal aspect, pivoting in your personal life could be getting out of a toxic relationship, right? So your normal pattern would be being with someone who's toxic. If you abrupt that and break up with that person or move on and put yourself in a healthier situation, that would be called pivoting. Now, pivoting isn't easy, guys. Pivoting is hard as hell because, again, you're abrupting your normal pattern of doing something a particular way. Now, the great thing about pivoting is that although uncomfortable, the results are normally very much so worth it, right? And so I just wanted to give that definition of, you know, what pivoting means in case anyone didn't know. So the first way to pivot, the first tip that I have is to be real about what you want. Now, this is something that we all say we do, but it's so hard and sometimes we're not doing it. And because we won't be real about it, we end up just living a life that everybody else wants us to live. Our mama and our grandma said to go to school for nursing. And we go to school for nursing and get all of these student loans and get in all this debt because we weren't real about what we wanted in the first place. Now, I use nursing because that's my personal story. If you guys have read my first book or know anything about me, my first choice of degree was in nursing. I had already gotten through my prerequisites. I was getting ready to start getting in the nitty gritty. And I decided, you know, I really don't like blood. So why would I want to be a nurse? I really don't like hospitals. Why would I even be wasting my time? So I dropped out of college. And yeah, and the rest is kind of like history now. But I say that because I had to be real about what I wanted, although people around me did not see it that way in some cases, right? 
And so you first got to be real about what you want, because if you don't know what you want, other people are going to tell you what you should want. And that never ends good. Right. So you first want to be real about what you want. And, and for me, this sometimes consists of me taking out a notebook or getting a notepad in my phone and saying, if I could have anything in life, what would it be? What would that look like for me? What would that look like for me? Because once you assess that, you can say, okay, is the activities that I'm doing right now, are my actions right now a direct reflection of what I want? And in most cases, the answer is going to be no. So in order for you to go to the next step, which I'm going to get to in a minute, you got to first be real about what you want. So the second way to pivot in life or biz is to have an end goal in mind and start mapping out a plan to get there. I know it sounds way easier said than done. I get it. So once you decide, okay, I want to become a hairstylist, right? Or even a better example, I want to become an influencer because that's like the new wave, right? I want to get paid to post pictures on Instagram. I want to get paid to partner with brands and do brand collabs and take fancy trips and and be able to do all of this stuff, right? So if that's what you really want, if that's if you're honest, if that's what you really want, right? You got to have that end goal in mind. That's your end goal. So now to map out a plan to get there, you want to be an influencer, get paid for YouTube videos and partner with brands and Instagram, right? You know, the first thing you need to do is clean up your profile, right? So if your profile is still a, a, a handle that's hard to remember, like my old handle. I don't think I shared this with y'all before. My old handle on everything used to be baby girl 2329. I don't know. Baby girl was generic. 2329 was the last four digits of my childhood home phone number, right? <laughs> so that was my handle for everything, right? So it didn't have purpose. Anyway, so that's the first step. You know, you need to clean up your social media profiles because that's a great deal of where your angle will come from, right? Money, partnerships, influence. It starts there in most cases. The next thing on your plan would probably be, okay, I need to get my engagement up. So you need to figure out what types of posts your people want to see, the brands that you want to work with, what are other influencers posting for them, what does their content look like, and not to say you want to duplicate, but at least know along what lines you need to align with, if you will. So first be real about what you want. Have an end goal in mind. Start mapping out a plan to get there. Now, here's my thing with plans. And I know there's going to be a lot of people who probably don't agree with me here, but my show, my advice, right? <laughs> so here's my thing about planning. You can plan for a month in advance. That's, you know, reasonable six months still. A year, two years, five years. That's kind of stretching it because life changes so frequently, right? So it's kind of hard for me. I don't even try to plan, honestly, for five to 10 years down the line. I don't. I'm just being real with you. I don't plan that far ahead. The furthest that I normally plan is a year. And that plan is, in most cases, not that detailed. It changes. It fluctuates. But the thing about it is I'm finding that a lot of people get stuck in the planning stage because they're trying to plan too far instead of putting kind of like a short-term plan in place. and then mapping along as they go, right? So as they get results, as they take steps, then they can change things a little bit, right? So that's that's my advice, y'all. You know, and that might work for you some, it may not work for others, but don't get stuck in the planning stage. Get real about what you want. Do some research. Figure out what your angle is. What do you ultimately want? How are you going to get there and start cleaning up your stuff and doing what you got to do? And then, you know, as you go, now you maybe two months into this, 
Now you can say, okay, now that I've accomplished this, or maybe I need to work on this some more. Now you can map out the next two to three months, next six months, the next year, right? All right. So now that you've done that, step number three, get rid of outside influences that will cause you to go against the very first thing that I brought up. And that is to be real about what you want. How many times have you said, I want this and I'm going to do this to get that. And then you get on Instagram and somebody looks like they're doing it better or they're doing it a different way. And now you feel like, oh, I need to go back to the drawing board. I need to do it like they're doing it because they're being successful in that. And they're doing it this way. So I need to post those pictures because they're posting pictures with coffee mugs and they're posting pretty pictures in front of the beach and they're posting pictures. Stop, sis. Stop. Get rid of outside influences that are going to cause you to go against what you want, right? Stop doing it. And that could be people around you in your everyday life. That could be social media. That could be unsubscribing from people's email lists. Whatever it is that you feel is causing you to second guess yourself all the time and question every single thing you do, or the question is if what you really want is something you should really want, get rid of it until you're able to be mentally strong enough to say, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do to get it. And I don't care who's doing what and what way I'm going to continue doing it, right? So this brings me to an example of um, just yesterday, actually, I had posted one day last week that I was pulling down all of my webinars and courses and things like that. And I immediately started getting a lot of DMs like, why are you taking down all of your webinars? Like, I wanted, I wanted to get this one. I wanted to do this or that. And at the time, I didn't feel the need to explain. So what I ended up doing was posting a, a status basically, you know, because I felt like it was common courtesy to tell people the why. Just depends on the situation, right? So I basically, you know, told everybody that because all the questions, the reason why these are coming down is because I'm launching a private membership community. And in the future, these classes and anything else I teach are going to only be exclusively available within the community. So then, like maybe an hour later, I got a message um, from a, a follower of mine who she's been following me for a while. And she asked if I went to this particular popular conference. And I said, no, as a matter of fact, I, I didn't even know about this conference until you brought it up. And she said, well, you know, I just noticed that you're following the pattern of, you know, your business development and your online presence, kind of like the same trends that I'm seeing people that go to this conference are following, right? And she was like, whatever you're doing, keep it going. And so I thought that that was amazing because Recently, I basically unfollowed everybody on social media, on my personal page, that is. I only follow like 10 people. And that's because I'm real with me. Like, I don't want any outside influences at this pivoting stage in my life because I want to make the decisions that I'm supposed to make, not based off of what Susie, Larry, and Mo are doing in their brands, right? I want to make organic, authentic content. I want to talk about subjects that are true to me that I believe my audience will find value in. And I don't want it to be based off of what everybody is doing. And so I um, I cleared my whole timeline, right? So all of the decisions and things that I'm doing is not influenced from any conference, anyone. It's just based off of God's voice and me really listening to my people and knowing what my next steps should be, right? So being real about what I want. So I wrote it back and I was like, it's funny that you, you know, I've never heard of that until this now. It's just basically God's guidance. So that was also confirmation for me to know that the steps that I'm taking 
are definitely the ones that I need to be taking because I'm confident about it because I know it's not based off of outside influences. So these are going to be very important, guys, if you are pivoting, if you're trying to figure out, you know, what moves to make next in your brands, in your business, in your life. Um, it's it's just super important to to do that. Um, another thing, and this is on a, from a personal perspective, I wasn't going to share this, but I'll share it. Um, you know, it, I'm currently dating and I've been dating now for a couple of months. And the one thing that me and, and, and my significant other decided was that we would keep our relationship pretty private. Um, in the past, I've never really talked about any relationship that I've been in. Um, you know, I post a few pictures here and there periodically, but other than that, relationships just aren't my subject of choice to talk about. I share a lot of my life in every other area. So this is just one area that I decided I wanted to keep private. However, in this new relationship, well, fairly new relationship, we decided that we didn't really want to talk. We didn't really want to be out in the public with it. And that was because our reason for right now is because we want our time together to be our time together. In the beginning of a relationship, I feel like because it's so fresh, so new, you're still figuring out each other. If you got outside influences, people in your ear telling you this or that, your decision making within the relationship isn't going to be really your decisions. It's going to be affected based off of what outsiders or outside influences are telling you. And so that's just another good example of how, you know, when you're in a pivoting stage, when you're getting in a relationship, that's pivoting because now you have to balance a relationship into your already busy life. And so these three tips, I think, are I'm pretty confident would definitely help you. Um, you know, if you've ever asked me about pivoting or anything like that, these will definitely help you out. So I hope you guys enjoyed these tips on three ways to pivot in life and business. I think it's a good time to talk about this too, especially as we're kind of wrapping up this year already. Can you believe it? So give me some feedback, guys. Hit me up on social at official toddy at Table Talk with Toddy. Let me know uh, what you think about today's show and what we talked about. Don't forget, guys, to subscribe and review, especially as we go into season five. I would love to get those reviews and feedback so that we can continue to spread the word about Table Talk with Tati. Of course, you are always welcome to join my exclusive VIP list over at NatashaWeston.com. And let me know on Instagram what topics or questions or people you want me to bring on the show, even though y'all know I'm very particular about my guests. I kind of only invite people I'm led to invite. That might answer the question for a lot of the requests that I've been getting, but it's not that I'm ignoring requests, guys. I just really in particular about the stories that are shared here. And it, it works out every time. So it's not that I just don't want to bring everybody on. It's just that it definitely has to make sense for the show. And I think it also, you guys trust my um, my choices and you guys seem to appreciate them. So for that, thank you. All right, guys. So until next episode, which is episode 50. So I'm not sure I'm going to do something really grand or maybe a smash up of all of the top episodes. I don't know. I'm still trying to think. Y'all let me know what I should do. Um, Until the next episode, guys, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Tot Spot Productions. Be sure to visit NatashaWeston.com to join the conversation, read the blog, and discover more content. If you enjoyed today's show, 
Head over to the Apple Podcast or Google Play app and subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until next time.